Hello, you're listening to Sarah Archer in episode 233 of the Speaking Club podcast. I want to start the show today with a couple of quotes. The first one is from Leonardo da Vinci. Nothing strengthens authority so much as silence. And then the second one is from Chaim Potok, the Chosen. I've begun to realise that you can listen to silence and learn from it. It has a quality and a dimension all its own. I started this podcast for two reasons. Because I want to help people recognise the power of stories and humour in speaking and because I believe it's your message that counts, not the number of ums and ahs you use. There are some organisations that want to create robot speakers. They want you to sacrifice your personality in order to speak perfectly. But I want to let you know that you can be yourself and a sensational speaker. So, if you want to be a speaker that connects and engages authentically through stories, a speaker that gives value as well as a great performance, then welcome home. Hey, hey, I hope you're well. Thanks for joining me again in the Speaking Club. This has been a big week for me. I spent Tuesday celebrating with one of my biggest role models. Let me tell you a bit about her. Her parents split up when she was three. At the age of around eight or nine, her father took her on a day trip to Oxford and she said, one day I'm going to study here. Her father gently managed her expectations. It's quite difficult to get into Oxford University, sweetie. She went to a state school. No one on her mother's side had ever been to university before. But she set herself a goal. She researched what she had to do to get in. She did extra projects. She tutored children. She applied for Oxford Summer School and got in. She was briefly in the Oxbridge group at her school for kids who want to go to Oxford or Cambridge. But she kept being told by the other kids that she wouldn't make it for the subject she wanted to do. So she left. She kept focus on her goal, had faith and put the work in. And she won a place at Oxford. And when she got there, at first though, she was worried about whether she'd be able to compete with her peers given her modest background. She resolved to do her best and aimed for a 2-1. Despite COVID, despite also experiencing the trauma of having her drink spiked and being abducted, she graduated on Tuesday from Oxford with a first, the only one from her college in her subject. I am so proud of my daughter Izzy and she's already set her goals for her year off that she's taking. Unfortunately they don't include tidying her room. Now I told you that story for two reasons. One I am so very proud and inspired by my daughter and her unwavering belief and commitment to achieving her goals. And I'm going to keep her in mind whenever I feel stuck or I can't do something. And oh, But I have to say, though, uh, Oxford held their graduation ceremony in Latin. And I didn't have a clue what was going on, to be honest. And um, the other reason I told you that story is because hopefully within 
my sharing of it, I've illustrated a few different ways to use the power of the pause, which is what we're here to talk about today. Do you know, I can't think of one person I've worked with whom I haven't had to coach on using more pauses in their talks. And that's because most of us are uncomfortable with silence, even in one-to-one conversations, except the, the only time is when we're so comfortable with the person that we're with, it, silence is actually really nice. So if you're uncomfortable with silence and then you throw an audience into the mix and nerves and passion, you have a recipe for speedy speaking. And the trouble is that the pause is a powerful speaking tool that you do want to be able to wield to make your public speaking more impactful and to keep your audience with you. So that's why in this show, I want to persuade you to be bold, to commit and to give these a try. So let's talk first about why the pause works so well. Well, it's for the same reason that we struggle to use it, because audiences are also not used to silence. Silence is a rare thing these days. So when we hear it, we know something unusual is going on. It's evocative on so many levels. Silence makes us feel things. It can make us feel uncomfortable. It can make us feel awkward. It can make us scared. It can make us curious. It can make us sad. And it can make us laugh. And often it can make us feel all these things so much more quickly than words can. Over the years, we've been conditioned to pay attention to silence, to look for the meaning of it. And as a speaker, I want you to exploit all of that. So let's get into how. Well, first off, I suggest that uh, what you do is when you have your talk script together, is have a look for what I call the big moments. These are moments where you either need to grab attention or you want to flag that you've said something important for your audience to consider or you want to build emotion or tension or release tension or get them to reflect or because you are shifting to a different emotion or a different part of your talk. See, with your talk, you are taking your audience on a journey and your job is to keep them engaged and entertained along the way so that they get to the right destination. And a pause is a great ally in helping you get them there in the right way. In essence, there are five big reasons why silence is your friend as a speaker. The pause gives you power. It acts as a portent for your audience, signaling that something important has been said or is about to be said. It gives your audience space to consider what you said and process it and time to see if it resonates. A pause is also a great tool for humour to signal to your audience that a punchline is coming. And it is also really useful when you want to do that pivoting, either emotionally or to change subject. Okay, so first off, the pause is something I always advocate using right at the start of your talk. When you walk on stage or you take the spotlight on Zoom or Teams or wherever else, 
Just hold the silence for a few more seconds than people expect. They'll be wondering what's going on, why you haven't started. And most importantly, they'll be leaning in and paying attention. And as you wait for them to still, I want you to stand confidently and then start. And by doing that, you'll communicate to them that you're in charge. You know what you're doing and that gives them license to relax. So another great place to use a pause is when you've said something important, as I mentioned. For instance, if you've got a shocking statistic or a really important bit of information uh, relating to your message, you must give your audience the space to take that fact in and digest it. And a pause will do that for you. And then if you follow up that statement with a question relating that statement back to their lives, then you've got to give them time to access their memory banks so that they can find that memory, find that thing that's relatable. So you'd use another pause. So let's go back to my opening story about Izzy. I used quite a few pauses early on because I was giving you important bits of context for the story that I required you to absorb and take in. I also paused after telling you she was abducted, which was terrible. It was very, she had counselling. It was all, it was all all right, but it was a big issue at the time. And But that for you is a huge and emotional bit of information to receive. So you need time to take it in. And that pause gave you time to digest it. And also, because I changed gear after saying that, it gave me the space to change gear too, which is another place to, to use to pause when you shift from one emotion to another. I also paused after I told you she was the only one to get a first in her subject in her year. And that's another key piece of the puzzle before I switched to me telling you how proud I was. And then the last great place to use a pause that I'm going to share with you today is when you're using humour. If you're a regular listener, you will know that I've shared before about the importance of a tiny pause before the punchline. And that's because it subconsciously signals to the audience that a joke is coming. I wanted to finish the story uh, about Izzy with some humour to show that although she's done something unusual, she's still a pretty normal girl. And I was using a classic tool of misdirection. So after I told you she'd set her goals for the next year, you were probably expecting it to be something related to a career or or whatever. But I paused and then moved in a completely different, different direction and mentioned her untidy room. And it is untidy. Believe me, it's shocking. Hopefully that's something she's now got time to focus on. <laughs> it's funny because I put a post on LinkedIn uh, about this. You sort of told this story on LinkedIn and other places. And uh, people got quite focused on the fact that I was bothered about her tidying her room after she'd got this uh, first from Oxford. But yeah, I think it's still important. You know, you've got to be grounded and everything. And, uh, you know, in a tidy room, tidy mind, as they say. Anyway, so I shifted you into a completely different direction there. And I used that pause to, to, to do that uh, punchline. So I hope that I've shared and shown you how powerful the pause is 
and some of the different ways that you can use it. And before I give you your takeaways, I wanted to let you know that you don't have to develop your speaking on your own because I know it can be scary to try some of these things out. And you don't have to go to a place to practice and learn that sucks the personality out of you. And that's because I created uh, the Speaking Club Live, which is my membership group. It's a safe space where you can test out your content and speaking skills like the pause to accelerate your speaking success. Uh, And in Speaking Club, you also get one-to-one coaching, support and accountability every week. And it's flexible. So you can come for your slot and go or stay and get extra value from listening to the coaching that I give other people. And we've got members from all over the world. So you'll definitely find a time that suits you. And you can join for a month, for three or a whole year. It's up to you. So if you want to find out more about joining the speaking club, then head over to saraharcher.co.uk slash club. We'd love to have you in the community And I want to help you uh, get speaking and get out there really sharing your message with power and impact, purpose and passion. Okie doke. So your takeaways for this episode are silence is your friend as a speaker. Take the time as part of your preparation to identify the big moments in your talk. Use the pause at the start of your talk to show the audience you're in control and they can relax. Practice using the pause in your speaking to keep the audience engaged and on the journey with you. And make sure you give big messages the space for your audience to consider them. There you go. Thank you so much as ever for joining me here on The Speaking Club. And if you're a regular listener, then I would be so grateful if you would take a couple of minutes and leave an honest rating or review for the show over at ratethispodcast.com slash TSC. And if you can't find your podcast app over there, then just go to the podcast app to the Speaking Club page and there should be a place for you to leave a review and rating there. Um, It means the world to me and it also helps other people find the show. So it's it's a great thing if you could do that for me. Cool. Well, until next time, you know what I'm going to say. Don't you forget to go out, grab your life by the nuts and get cracking. Bye-bye. Getting to practice your speaking in front of an audience is a crucial part of testing your message and developing your skills and experience as a speaker. Yet opportunities to do this in the right environment can be hard to find. Add in the chance to get expert feedback and coaching on your content structure and delivery and the opportunities are even fewer. But that's what you'll get as a member of the Speaking Club Live. There'll be hot speak slots and you'll get the chance to practice sharing your message, your storytelling, your humour and all the different aspects of speaking in front of me and other members. Then you'll get feedback and coaching from me and your peers so that you're moving forward on your speaking journey with accountability and support. If you'd like to find out more about how you can become a member of the Speaking Club Live so that you can build your confidence, improve your delivery and become a better speaker, then go to saraharcher.co.uk slash club now.